At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our number two of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we've got a tremendous hour for you as we're going to be hitting upon here in segment number one by DK Nation pick for the MLB for this Wednesday as. It just went final between the Dodgers and the Padres. If you, like me, took the Dodgers on the run line, it gets there. 5-3 to three the final, and that means that the breakdown that I did for Padres versus Dodgers game two, you should be starting to get lines within the next few minutes if you're listening live. If you're listening to a replay, they should be up. So, vcin.com slash podcast. If you missed our number one of the Greg Peterson experience, that'll be up within the next few minutes. We've Got you guys all covered there and also on the VEASAN Best Bets feed as well. So that is going to be able to hopefully help you guys out a little bit. And I think that we're going to have ourselves a solid series out there in the great state of L.A. And I know that the man that does a little bit of everything here in the network, that'd be my producer, Jason Kahn, because he has done a great job booking some great guests here for the back half of this hour as well. Daniel Avari is going to be joining me in 15 minutes. She is one of our main analysts here at VEASAN. We're going to be talking some Pac-12 football with her. And then John Green, he does incredible work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Hour. Taking a look at some college football and some NFL with him towards the back half of this hour as well. And with Jason, one of the best in the business, always books these tremendous guests like we're going to be having this hour. 
truly a tremendous gentleman and someone that does a lot of our podcast work as well. So that is much appreciated. The technical director of this show tonight is Nick. He puts up all the graphics that you see on the screen. Does absolutely amazing work. I know that John Brown has been doing some work as well. A man that has been with this network pretty much since the start of it. He does absolutely incredible work. Just so much behind the scenes work. So much of just our data collection as well. He is absolutely tremendous along with our man Taylor. He gets me set up on audio every single night. I know some of you are watching on Visa.com. Some of you are listening by the iHeartRadio app. Our many, many affiliates across the country listening by Terrestrial Radio. And for those of you guys who are listening and you might be a little bit new to VSIN, welcome aboard. Hopefully you're enjoying the experience. And because of Taylor, you're hearing this very, very crisply. So a big thanks to all these guys. An absolutely incredible team. And now it's time to live up to my end of the bargain because these guys, they certainly have. I've got all the support in the world that I could ever use. And now we've got to try to find you guys some winners on the board. We're two straight in the DK Nation picks in terms of the MLB postseason. We're looking to make it three on this one as we go to the great state of Georgia. 931-932. Philadelphia Phillies, they're going to be on the road. They're going to be playing against the Atlanta Braves. Kyle Wright is going to hope to be Mr. Wright for the Atlanta Braves. Zach Wheeler is going to be going for the Phillies. This is a number that opened up with the Braves at minus 125. You're finding now anywhere between about minus 125 to minus 133 on the Braves. So you got a minus 125 available. Probably want to jump on that. Now we're starting to see this tick up just a tad. And with the Philadelphia Phillies, you're getting them between about plus 105 to a, even seeing as high as plus 123 now with a total on this game of seven. Very much juice to the over. Even if this goes up to a seven half, I still like this total over because you do have two high-octane offenses, including the team that I'm going to be backing in the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves averaging 1.5 home runs per game. That is the most in the National League. And just with the Atlanta Braves in general, they should be able to get to an already tired Philadelphia Phillies bullpen that post-All-Star break, they posted up north of a 5 ERA. That was the worst mark in the National League. Meanwhile, the Atlanta Braves... They have been nails recently with their bullpen. As a matter of fact, since the beginning of the month of September, 2-11 bullpen ERA. That is the best in the major leagues. Now, the Atlanta Braves, they did have to go through their bullpen a little bit, and they had to use up a few guys, Jackson Stevens, along with Dylan Lee. They are not going to be available in this game, but Rossio Iglesias, who has been flat-out incredible since he came over from the LA Angels, a sub-0-50 ERA, as a matter of fact, in his time in Atlanta. He is going to be available for this game. A.J. Minter, who is absolutely tremendous for this team, he is going to be available as well. So I do think that even despite the few guys that went in the game for Tuesday, that you are going to be locked and loaded in terms of the San Atlanta Braves bullpen. And they are going to have their hands full as the Philadelphia Phillies have done a nice job of being able to put back to ball all season long. Bryce Harper going into the postseason. He wasn't looking so good. Since coming off of the injured list, he was sitting right around the Mendoza line of 200, but he busts out with a 3-8 game on Tuesday. He looks to be at full form as in that closeout game against the St. Louis Cardinals. He also had a home run. So also do want to be taking note of him, but you do take a look at Alec Boehm, Gene Zagura, along with Harper I mentioned a little bit before. All these guys in between about a 275 to a 290 during the regular season. They've done a solid job of moving the line. Bryson Stott post-All-Star break. Hitting about a 275 as well. Brandon Marsh in a Philadelphia Phillies uniform. He's actually been able to find a little bit of something as well. And the Phillies' depth isn't too bad as well. Guys out there like Nick Mayton, Matt Veerling that you need to have a little bit of a pinch hit at bat. These are guys hitting right around 250. And Nick Cassianos looked very good in that game one win as well. Flip side for the Atlanta Braves, though. And this is a team that looks even better 
in terms of their offense as they were able to have a pair of home runs in game one. And Matt Olson, he's now got seven home runs in his last 10 games, dating back to the end of the regular season. Now, for Olson, a little bit of a trying season for him in terms of the batting average hitting right around 240, but certainly has been able to do a solid job of going yard recently. And his bat set bats they have been coming towards back half of the season. Von Grisham, Michael Harris, the second, our pair of guys hitting a little bit north of 290 this season. Then got a whole bunch of guys. They're in between about a 265 to about a 280. As you've got in that full dance, Vee Swanson, Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna Jr., Travis Starno, William Contreras. And then on top of that, you've got Austin Riley, who has slugged out 38 home runs thus far this season. He has been one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Ronald Acuna Jr. does a good job moving the line. He's got good speed. Like Marcelo Zuno, he's a little bit maligned because of off-the-field things, but he has been able to supply 23 home runs. He has been able to do a little bit of something in terms of this lineup as well. And then for the Philadelphia Phillies, just having to use up so much of that bullpen and now having to rely upon guys that you probably don't want to that is not too terrific as they do have right hand back in the fold, but he had to get used up on Monday as well. That is a little bit of an issue. David Robertson, he has been good since coming over from the Chicago Cubs, but you do have your issues there. And then when it comes to the starter, Zach Wheeler, he has been able to do a relatively solid job against the Atlanta Braves. As a matter of fact, both of these starters in Zach Wheeler and Kyle Wright, they've got very similar numbers against the other. Both have made three starts against these respective teams. Both have given up six runs in between 19 and 20 innings apiece. So, very much a stalemate on that front, but when it comes to Zach Wheeler, he's had his struggles on the road this season. At home, he's been masterful, a buck 85 ERA. Meanwhile, on the road, a 384 ERA with his home runs per nine rate going up by more than 35% when he has been on the road. Meanwhile, for Kyle Wright, he has been Mr. Victory for this Atlanta Braves team. And by that, I mean this team is 16-1 and in his last 17 starts since the beginning of the month of June. He has made 20 starts for the Atlanta Braves. The Braves are 18-2 and in that time span. He has been able to get this team to victory. He has really been able to shape up in terms of the walks as well. Last season, he was giving up right around 5.5 walks per 9 innings. This year, it's been more like 2.7. And he has just been so consistent throughout the season as well. Over his last 11 starts, two runs or fewer given up in nine of them. So he has been able to do a nice job of being able to control that. In his last 13 starts at home, he has allowed three runs or fewer in all but two of them as well. So... You've had Kyle Wright just time in and time out be able to give this team some very good quality starts. I am going to be trusting in the Atlanta Braves. You get up off the mat, the Philadelphia Phillies have been able to provide you with some value here in the postseason. But that said, I do think that the Atlanta Braves, they are going to be able to even up this series. My DK Nation write-up is going to be on them for the money line. And I do think that both of these teams are going to give up some runs. Kyle Wright has been far from just completely unhittable as he's got an ERA that's a little bit north of three even in this incredible run in which the team has won 16 and one in his last 17 starts his ERA even in this time span it's been more around a 3-1 to a 3-2 so I do think that you're going to see the Atlanta Braves give up some runs you've got two of the better offenses that you're able to find in the major leagues as well going at it so it's a situation where I'm going to be taking a look at this little over even if this goes up to a seven half and the DK Nation write-up that is going to be on the Atlanta Braves we'll give you guys a little bit more on a game that I touched upon just very briefly in our number one, and that would be the game that we're going to be seeing for Thursday in Guardians versus Yankees with Nestor Cortez going for the Yankees, Shane Bieber fever going for the Cleveland Guardians with the Guardians being between about plus 110 to plus 119. Meanwhile, the Yankees, they're between minus 125 to a minus 130, and I would say that if you're able to get a sub-minus-130 price right now, I would take it. I do think that the public 
is going to be coming in on the New York Yankees. This could be a spot in which, when it's all said and done, because I set my number at Yankees minus 127, plus 127 on the Guardians, I won't be surprised if by first pitch, the Cleveland Guardians are up to like a plus 130. This is a very public team with the New York Yankees. you got to figure that the money is going to be coming in on them with Nestor Cortez as well. The reason why you want to be backing him in this spot is because he has been significantly better at home rather than when he has been on the road. For Nancy Nestor, it has been very significant as his ERA at home is nearly a point better than it is on the road, and he has been able to do a good job of containing the deep ball when he's been at home. Meanwhile, on the road, not so much a case as thus far this season at home, buck 95 ERA, five home runs allowed in 87 and two-thirds innings. Meanwhile, on the road, 11 home runs in 70 and two-thirds innings with a 3.06 ERA. Meanwhile, for the Cleveland Guardians, what you can bank on for the team, bullpen pitching is going to be rock solid. They've got the best bullpen ERA in the big leagues ever since the All-Star break, so I do think that they're going to be able to shore things up there, but especially if you're getting the DraftKings number right now of a 6, I do think that the Solos went down a little bit too low. Now, the Guardians have played three postseason games thus far, and all three have went under, but I do think that the Guardians are going to be able to erupt a little bit more with their bats as this is a team that they've got pretty much five guys that are consistently in their lineup hitting at least a 280. And Jose Ramirez, Andres Jimenez, Stephen Kwan, Ahmed Rosario, and Oscar Gonzalez with really Jose Ramirez being the only guy that's really able to take you deep. 29 home runs, over 120 RBI this season. But as we know with the New York Yankees, top scoring offense really in the American League this season. I do think that they're going to be able to find some runs. If you're able to get the Yankees right now at a sub minus 130 price, I would take that right now. And then I also take a look at this spot at a six or a six and a half. I'm going to be taking a look at the over as well. I will lend a little bit more as we go through either tonight and or tomorrow here on the Greg Peterson Experience says that is going to be a game for Thursday, but something that we've got to go through right now as well. Some college football. It's going to be a very good week out there on the West Coast for college football. And Daniel Avari here at Visa does a great job of covering all of it. She joins me next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. 
They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little bit more on the line by playing for free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions. They do apply. See DraftKings.com for details as it is a Greg Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network and being rejoined by Daniel Avari. She does amazing work over here at the network, taking a look at pretty much everything that you can bet on in terms of West Coast sports. And that means that we've got a lot of college football and some Pac-12 to discuss with her. And if you're looking for a little bit more of a deep dive with Danielle, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, VEASAN.com slash subscribe for that. And Danielle, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. It's good to see you, Greg. I missed you last week. I did miss you. I know that you were doing a little bit of traveling, so it is great to have you back. And, well, it is great that you've come back for this one because we've got a whopper of a matchup that is going to be going down in the great state of Utah, USC versus Utah. I think that you'd be in agreement with me. The top two teams right now that we are seeing in the Pac-12, Oregon, I think, has a little bit of a case as well. But with USC, they're three-and-a-half-point underdogs, and this is a line that had opened up at three. And I am a little bit surprised that this is a line that actually went to three and a half rather than perhaps two and a half. I thought that maybe a little bit more of the money would come in on USC. I'm not sure what your thoughts are on this game, but I do think that the hook is pretty significant because even though it's going to be a higher scoring game, I think that this one's going to be tight. I agree. I think we're in for a very good game. I do disagree, though. I, I think the top teams in the Pac-12 right now are USC and UCLA after what Ooh. we saw over the weekend, UCLA obviously gave Utah their uh, most recent loss, not their only loss of the season. And so I think right now UCLA and USC are sitting atop of the Pac-12 and honestly have similar paths to the Pac-12 championship game. They both have tough losses on the road that are coming up. Uh, USC obviously facing Utah this week being one and then UCLA at Oregon next week. But UCLA does get to host USC at the Rose Bowl, so I'm excited for that. But two really prolific offensive teams here in offensive points per drive. UCLA is number four, USC is number five. So we're going to get some fireworks here, which I'm excited for. You have to imagine that Utah is upset after that UCLA loss. And the key word is what you said here. It's in Utah. Utah is four and one ATS in their last five games with the Trojans when they are at home. 
and seven and one ATS in their last eight home games. We know how big of an advantage this is. As far as advantages go, home field advantage in the Pac-12, there aren't a lot of them, but Utah has it. I've said this time and time again, uh, former players, current players, say their least favorite place to play is Utah. And USC, by the way, struggled with the game environment at Oregon State, and half the stadium was under construction. So how are they going to do, how are they going to fare at Utah? I think that Utah gets this done. And to your point about the line, I was surprised too that we're not seeing more coming in on USC yet, but I am wondering if later in the week we'll start to see that because the public will start to get a little bit more involved as we get closer to game time here. Win, I think, still had a three available last I checked for Utah, and I would want that over the weekend. Um, we may see this get back down to something like a two and a half and a three, and if it does, I'm absolutely in on Utah here. Uh, or if you wanted to tie a Utah money line into a parlay somewhere, if that's the kind of thing that you're looking to play, I just think that Utah's the better team here. But I do think we're going to see a lot of fireworks. I was surprised to see this total around 65, um, and I also think that there's like some fun storylines going on. Lincoln Riley obviously recruited Cameron Rising out of high school, made sure not to give many bulletin board materials so far. Uh, but also, Jake Hayner from Fresno State did want to go to USC, and we saw how they handled him so it shouldn't necessarily be too big of a challenge for them on that side of the things but I think that USC is going to be able to put up points uh Utah's defense was just absolutely porous versus UCLA and has been struggling to be fair with some injuries particularly to their secondary so Caleb William and USC's offense should be able to put points up but Utah's defense I think is going to be able to put more pressure on him simply because USC's O-line has kind of dropped off as of Lately, uh, they were 47th in pressure rate the first three weeks of the season, which again were against easier teams, and now they're 80th. So I think that Utah is going to bounce back in a big way. Their defense knows that they have to make a showing here, especially with the way that people are talking about them right now in the Pac-12. Uh, so I think that Utah responds here, especially at home, um, and I think that they'll also be able to rush the ball well against USC. Their rushing defense has been really lackluster. They allowed Washington State, a team that is last in rushing yards in the Pac-12 to rush for 171 yards. So I think Utah will be able to at least get that done. It's at Utah. Give me Utah on this. Yeah, but with Utah, they do have one of the best home field advantages, not just in the Pac-12, but I would say in all of college football because just a strange place to travel to. You've got a little mm -hmm. bit of just external factors in terms of elevation. So I do think that that is something that always is warranted. And with Lincoln Riley, I think that this is going to be a big test for him. Right now, we are seeing a big test for Stanford as well as their lone win this season has come against Colgate. So congratulations. They defeated a toothpaste ever since then. They have went 0-4. It has not been too terrific. And very strange to get non-conference games this time of year, but Stanford, they're used to it because this is a game that is going to be against Notre Dame on the road. To call it what it is, Notre Dame has not necessarily lived up to their billing as well, but right now we're seeing a spread of 17. And for Stanford, I'm just more than anything curious to see how they respond after last week because it looked like they had that Oregon mm -hmm. State game in the bag and really on both sides you saw a little bit of a calamity but just poor late game execution from Oregon State a gut-wrenching loss now they have to go on the road against Notre Dame a team that well we're gonna call what it is clearly better than them yeah I mean a one-point loss to Oregon State as your point when that's a game that they should have won this is gonna be an emotional hurdle they have to hop over obviously and then at Notre Dame that doesn't help either and it's actually like a preview of what we're going to see in future years 2024 USC and UCLA heading into some Big Ten territory uh, having to do these big travel trips so at least Stanford kind of testing the waters for us here the total for this has been all over the board I thought that was interesting anywhere from 52 and a half to 54 some people not really sure what to expect here and I get it because you're not counting on 
want Stanford to score points here, it's going to have to come from Notre Dame and how many, right? So I do think this could be a smackdown for Stanford. I think they're going to be down after that Oregon State. They're down bad as it is. One in four this season. And Notre Dame, I think, meanwhile, is trending up. They just beat the Cougars, what, 28 to 20? And Stanford, man... Just scoring. They're, I mean, ranked 110th in the country in terms of the opposition scoring, so the defense isn't helping them out either. They're allowing 32.8 points per contest. I, I think the Fighting Irish for 15-point favorites has already moved to 17, so it's minus 17 for me or nothing. It's definitely not Stanford. Uh, and if anything, I lean over. Yep, and this is a favorite or pass for me as well because with Colorado, oh boy. This is not good. They're currently <laughs> winless. They fired their defensive coordinator and their head coach about seven days ago, hoping that that would give them a little bit of a spark. Boy, it has not happened as Cal. They're currently a 15-point road favorite. And I mean, I understand that Cal is not necessarily the world beaters of the Pac-12, but this is a Colorado team that they've lost every game this year by at least 20 points. With Cal, they have a little bit of a tough time scoring, but even with a Cal having... Not necessarily the world's greatest offense. I just can't even take a look at Colorado until further notice at this point. The state of the Pac-12, I mean, if you're not one of the top, if you're not Oregon, USC, Utah, it's just a mess This right is now. pretty much and what we see in college basketball, where in college basketball, you've got four good teams. You've got one mm -hmm. team that's going to go to the NIT, and then you've got a whole bunch of stinkeroonies with one big one in Oregon State. And right now, Colorado is pretty much the college football version of how bad Oregon State was in college basketball last year. Oh, bless their hearts. Because the year before that, they were fun to watch. You got me all excited for March Madness now, as you always yes. do, because you mentioned Colgate, and then my brain immediately went back to March. But as far as this football is concerned, I looked at this Cal and Colorado game. First of all, the fact that Cal is favored by 15 points when it, this is not, or 15, 14 and a half even, this is not a good Cal team, but that just it's a testament to how bad this Colorado team is and why you're seeing all of the turnover and coaching positions. A stat to note for this one, in offensive points per drive, Colorado is 128th. That's out of 131. It's terrible. We're seeing this total at 48. And you look at that in contrast to like the Arizona-Washington game, which has been bet up to 73 for the total. This is just not going to be one on the schedule that I will be partaking in, be watching. <laughs> At all. Yeah. I, I mean, you bring up the Washington versus the Arizona game. This is going to be a much easier game to palette. This is a game that is going to be much better TV. The other game, it should probably have a little bit of a warning for graphic content because it's not going to be too terrific. But in this one for Arizona, they're a 14 and a half point underdog. Trollin's game is 73. I think the real question is how badly does Mr. Michael Penix Jr. just gash his Arizona defense? Yeah, I mean, he needs to bounce back in a big way. They lost to UCLA. That was a morale hit, I'm sure. And then to ASU. But people, don't forget, Washington is second nationally in passing. 357.3 yards per game. They only trail Texas Tech. I lean, though, Arizona here. This was 14. It's now up to 15 in favor of Washington. Arizona has struggled on defense, admittedly. They're 127th in run defense nationally, 110th in passing efficiency defense. So I do think the Huskies are going to be able to put up points, but I think both sides are going to be able to. So it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. All of Washington's games have gone over this season, by the way, four of six for Arizona. But I think we could see this, this possibly kind of teeter around that exact number. And needless to say, the win that we saw a little bit earlier this season from Washington State or from Washington against Michigan State 
it doesn't look as good now as it did a few weeks ago with the way that no. Michigan State has been playing. So we've got a little bit more context there, and we're going to get a little bit more college football context on the other side. As Danielle is going to be hanging around, we're going to be taking a look at some of the big games of the week as Sean Green of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he's going to be joining the fun as well next year on the Great Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Place up your skates with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts this hockey season. The action is starting right now, and every Tuesday night you get Tuesday First Goal Insurance. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Every Tuesday, place a first goal scorer wager on any game as it is a whole new game. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, being rejoined by Daniel Alvari. does a great job as one of our main analysts here at VEASAN. And we're being also joined by Sean Green. He does amazing work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And it is great to have you aboard, Sean. And we'll lead you off with this one as we've got shall we say, a really, really grody Thursday night football matchup, and I'm sure that there might be some people looking for some other options, and you've got a pair of college football games on the board, Temple versus Central Florida. That one doesn't really appeal to me, but I think that the Baylor-West Virginia game could be better than what you get in terms of the Commanders and the Bears game, as right now, Baylor, they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite total on this game, 54-and-a-half to 55 any sort of read here because I've really liked this Baylor team ever since they brought on Dave Aranda and with West Virginia. It's very intriguing with them because I can't trust them on the road, but at home they've been relatively rock solid aside from when they played against Kansas. Yeah, I, I think this is a good spot for West Virginia as a home dog. Uh, West Virginia 4-1 and one against the spread. Last five games played on the Thursday. It makes sense. Uh, Morgantown is always a tough place to play, especially on a short week. I, uh, Baylor is coming off the bye there, but uh, I, I like West Virginia at home catching the three and a half. Um, you know, both teams can run the ball, but I think that three and a half could come into play. So, yeah, give me West Virginia. I like it as I do think that West Virginia, they've got a shot to be able to hang in there. Getting that hook on three, I think is very important. And Danielle, in terms of the college football games for Thursday, any sort of a read on this one or the Temple versus Central Florida game? Because I'm sure that. People might be looking for other betting options considering we've got the Commanders and the Bears on Thursday Night Football. I will say as well, you might want to look at some baseball as well if you don't want to be firing it on Thursday Night Football. Have anything on either of these two games? I haven't looked closely at Thursday Night Football mostly because this matchup is disgusting. Like if there was a Thursday Night Football game to skip this season, it might be this one. But I think it may be uh, a possible opportunity for a couple props. That's what I'll be looking for and probably looking to bet on uh, Wednesday. So that's what I'll look ahead to. Uh, this is just, I mean, look at this, this complete toss up and it's going to be, it's such a crap game. And we've already seen that this season on these Thursday night games. So I, I don't know how to expect much more. I guess the good news is it can only go up from here. Uh, <laughs> I won't be looking uh, to bet it. And I probably won't be looking at that temple game either. Yeah, it's going to be really, really rough to say the least on Thursday night. Fortunately, we've got some MLB postseason action. So that is going to be a lot of fun, but This one is going to be a lot of fun. I will lead off with you on this one, Sean, and then I'll get your thoughts afterwards on this as well, Danielle, as we've got two top 10 teams, the Michigan Wolverines and the Penn State Nittany Lions, a pair of teams that 
Well, they are very defense-oriented teams as well, much like we're going to be finding on Thursday Night Football, but I do anticipate this game being significantly better as the Wolverines currently find themselves a touchdown favorite. Total on this game is 52. The lone question I really have with Michigan right now is how real is the schedule that they've played? Because they played against Hawaii, UConn, Maryland. They've had a few close calls along the way in terms of the Big Ten and Let's call it what it is. The middle of the Big Ten, I have not been too blown away by it as well. For Penn State, defense has been tremendous. Offense leaving a little bit of something to be desired, though that Auburn game stood out to me. If I'm looking anywhere, I'd be looking at the touchdown with Penn State because I do have some question marks with Michigan. What say you, Sean? Well, I think I, I'm 100% with you. Love Penn State catching seven here. They're coming off a bye. I, I think this Michigan State, or sorry, Michigan team is just really... It, you know, a, a product of their super soft schedule. I mean, this is the first time they haven't been favored by 17 points or more. Uh, you know, meanwhile, Penn State has had some legit uh, tough, you know, games, Auburn, Purdue, and they've shown up in the spots on the road. I think they I think they could really catch this uh, Michigan team sleeping here a little bit. Uh, Penn State's been good on the road. A- ATS 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five games on the road. And really, I love Penn State's rushing defense, only allowing 81 yards per per game. Uh, that's what Michigan's going to try and do to win this game. And I, I know Sean Clifford is easy to make fun of, but I think he's, I think this is kind of Sean Clifford's year as much as he is capable of having a year. And I think this could be a statement cover, uh, possibly a statement win. And to your point, JJ McCarthy on the flip side for Michigan, it's not like he's been a world beater. He's done a good job of being able to protect the ball. And I did like to see him throw 300 yards against Indiana. At the same time, I would like to see a little bit more out of him. Danielle, where are you siding on this one as right now Michigan finding themselves a touchdown favorite? I have to side with you guys on this one. I like that Penn State's getting a full seven here. That's what makes me interested in this. I think that they've been a lot more consistent than what we've seen from Michigan so far. And Penn State's kind of on this trend upwards right now, which means that maybe we're going to see some more public play on this, honestly, Penn State plus seven. But I don't think that should scare anybody away. I do think that Michigan might be a little bit, I don't want to use the word fraudulent, but a little bit more so than we might be expecting. And so I think that Penn State plus seven is is where you should look for this one. Absolutely. I think that we are all in lockstep on this one. And then this is going to be a fascinating game as well. Is, is this team a little bit of a paper tiger? I have not been impressed at all with what we've seen out of Oklahoma thus far. And yet they're a nine-point favorite against a Kansas team that, once again, preseason expectations, they weren't great. And I think that this is a classic case of we had high expectations coming into the year for Oklahoma. And I feel like in college football, among all sports, there's just a not so much a lack of a willingness, I should say, of just adjusting to so many of these teams. Kansas has looked terrific this year. Oklahoma has looked terrible. Oklahoma's laying nine points. Danielle, I'm not sure about you, but give me the man that lost fewer games during the regular season than he made D3 national titles in Lance Leipold and the nine with Kansas. Yeah, uh, this was seven. It is already up to nine, so that tells you what the market thinks of this as well. Oklahoma, of course, coming off this 49-0 to loss. <laughs> Uh, Kansas no longer undefeated though, right? So losing to TCU. And then more importantly, Jalen Daniels going down with the right shoulder injury in the first half. But Jason Bean came in outside of the interception. He looked good. He was 16 of 24 for 262 yards, four touchdowns in the second half. This Kansas offensive line, by the way, is the bread and butter here. It's top five in the country. Uh, I like this run heavy offense. I lean Kansas here, even missing their leading man because Bean started nine games last season. People forget he just got hurt. 
Yep, and with Oklahoma, I mean, they knocked off Nebraska this year, but uh, the Nebraska team not looking too tremendous. And, Sean, we're going to throw this one to you as well. I just, I'm a little bit befuddled that Oklahoma has not been adjusted down in power rankings as much as they have been. Now, I do recognize the injury to Mr. Daniels, but at the same time, this Kansas team has been just surviving all these tests with flying colors. They still looked solid last week against CCU. I'm going to take nine with the Jayhawks. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that scares me off from going huge here on Kansas is, to your point, why is this still nine points? Like, what are they, I mean, who is laying nine points with this Oklahoma team that just got embarrassed by Texas? Uh, that's got to be pretty disappointing to the team. And then, you know, they, they think they're a lot better than Kansas. Like, Kansas is scrappy as hell. 8-0-1 against the spread uh, last nine games. And that, that last one is a push. I mean, if you got it late, you got Kansas seven and a half. So, uh, depending on when you bet it, you could have been nine and zero against the spread for Kansas. I, I just haven't seen anything at Oklahoma that would warrant, you know, making them this big of a favorite against Kansas. Uh, and Kansas is actually playing pretty decent defense the past couple of games. I know Jalen Daniels, uh, like you guys mentioned, is out, but I, I don't know. He like wasn't playing that good. And I, I think uh, Bean's passing game is actually a little bit better than what we were seeing out of Daniels. And he wasn't really running the ball very well. He turned the ball over on the goal line. So I think with a full week to prepare, uh, Kansas, again, I think they're a live dog here in Oklahoma. I think that this is going to be a tremendous game. But this is really the big whopper of the week, Danielle. We've got Alabama and Tennessee, number three and number six. Alabama is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Turn on this game at 65 Biggest question in this game is Alabama quarterback spot. They were without Bryce Young last week, and as a result, they very nearly got upset. This could be a little bit of a bounce-back week for Alabama. Yeah, roll tide. I think that Alabama went down, doesn't stay down long. I mean, obviously, this is going to be a great matchup, to your point. Both teams undefeated, ranked in the top 10. Alabama coming off a close win over AM, And then I'm sure we're going to see public money all over Tennessee here as a result of their statement game on Saturday. Uh, obviously, beating LSU 40-13, 5-0. 5-0. number one in yards per game and number two in points per game nationally. So I'm really excited to see how that pairs up against this tied defense that is only what, giving up the six fewest points and yards per game this year. I think Bama bounces back, and I think they're going to cover a seven and a half. But Bryce Young's status absolutely gives me pause. Yep, I do think that we need to know a little bit more as to what is going to be going on with this Alabama offense, to your point, because it's a big thing to take a look at because Tennessee, they're averaging 548 yards per game, also giving up nearly 400 yards per game as well. So, we're going to throw this one to you, Sean, on the other side. As Danielle, I know that you're going to be departing. You do amazing work over here at VEASAN. Always appreciate the time on this show. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. We've got a big college football week that is going to be going down. Alabama versus Tennessee is a big one. We just asked Danielle about it. We're going to get Sean Green's thoughts on the other side here on VEASAN, Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NASCAR playoffs are in full swing, and it's time to see all your favorite drivers in fabulous Las Vegas. The South Point 400 is this weekend, October 14th through the 16th at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And Beeson's own Brett Musburger is going to be the Grand Marshal of the race, and he will also be doing the broadcast from the track Sunday morning on Brett Musburger's countdown to kickoff. Before the action on the track, come down to the South Point Hotel and Casino on Thursday, October 13th and see the Budweiser Clydesdales and meet Mark Martin and his inaugural Las Vegas 400 winning car. Also, special appearances are going to be made by Brennan Gaughan and Las Vegas native Noah Gregson. The South Point is also going to be having room and ticket packages available. For more information, head on over to southpointcasino.com. As we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network, being rejoined by... Sean Green, who does amazing work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And we left off talking about this big game that we're getting on Saturday, Alabama versus Tennessee. Right now, Alabama, a 7.5-point favorite. I'm not sure if you've got any sort of position or if you're going to be waiting because I do think that with Alabama, they should be able to bounce back. I do want to see a little bit more confirmation as to whether or not Bryce Young is or is not going to be playing before taking any any sort of side personally, though. 
I mean, um, I, I hopefully a, a little bit of uh, information leaks out between now and kickoff. It's it's kind of a, you're always rolling the dice a little bit when it comes to college football because they don't have to put out an injury report. Uh, you know, last week they announced that Bryce Young was going to be starting the game and did the old switcheroo there against Texas A&M. I'll say this, though. Um, Bryce Young aside, like I, I just haven't seen this dominant Alabama team that I thought we were going to be getting coming into the season. You heard all this hype and talk about, oh, you know, uh, Nick Saban's dialed in and this is one of the best teams he's had in years. He's got a chip on his shoulder. And yeah, granted, they're undefeated, but has Alabama really looked special to you, even even with Bryce Young? I mean, they barely uh, survived against Texas. I, I guess they had that one road win against Arkansas, but even Texas A&M, like they... You know, this was against Jimbo Fisher, who was kind of throwing you under the bus there at SEC Media Day. I was expecting uh, them really to get up for this game, even without Bryce Young, and and really put up some points. And Texas A&M held them to 24, and Texas A&M has really had some down moments so far this season. So I was kind of surprised they were able to hang with this Alabama team. And I, I'm I'm going to take Tennessee, I think, here as a home dog, plus seven and a half. I, if I had to guess, I do think Bryce Young plays, but I don't think Bryce Young will be a hundred percent. We saw him against Texas. Like he did not look amazing on the road. I think he banged up Bryce Young. Uh, I think Tennessee is going to be able to put up some points. So I'll take Tennessee in the seven and a half. And you bring up such a great point. And anyone that bets college basketball, they know all too well about this as well. When it comes to college football, they do not have to put out an injury report. I think that that should actually be the pro tip for the seller. When it comes to college football and college basketball, any college sport in general, you just want to be taking a look if you're betting the day of the game at possible injuries because even like 20 minutes before the game, you might not know whether a guy is playing or not. And that's a big frustration. And I think that that's the toughest thing that you deal with with betting on any college sports. I don't know if you'd agree slash disagree and some of the ways that you combat this. I try to follow just as many as many beat reporters as humanly possible, take a look at the teams themselves and what they're all tweeting out prior to a game. But this is one of the biggest difficulties I feel like in all honesty, we deal with in all of handicapping across any sport. It's just in these college games, not knowing who's going to be playing or not. Yeah, and it's it's not as easy as the NFL where there's only 32 teams. They have to report, and there's Adam Schefter who's going to give you accurate information, uh, you know, days ahead of kickoff or at least the very, you know, the morning of. So you're right. It's it's super frustrating, and especially with college basketball. I mean, uh, oh. you know, thank Thankfully, it seems like we're past COVID, but I mean, I don't know about you. There were so many times where you, you like a play in college football or college basketball, and then, uh, you know, college football is like, oh, they're missing 15 starters because of uh, COVID. Like, wait, why did no one else tell me this? So you're right. Follow a bunch of uh, insiders and try and do your best on the Twitter stuff. I do think because Bryce Young is such a high-profile guy, we might get a, a couple looks on it. I mean, honestly, just kind of follow the line. If the line goes up, it probably means that they're thinking Bryce Young will play. But I, as a as a guy who's going to get down on Tennessee, I think that's to our advantage there uh, because I think you're going to get an inflated number against a quarterback that's not 100%. Uh, trust me, when you bet on something like New Hampshire and, oh, lo and behold, two minutes before the game, after you had betted several hours earlier, it comes out that New Hampshire is without their top two scores, something that actually happened to me. I believe it was last college basketball season. That goes down. Trust me, that's very, very frustrating. And you see it two minutes before, and it's like, thanks. 
I bet this three hours ago, you couldn't have had the courtesy to, at the very least, have put me out of my misery before the game. Every time. So, yep, I am right there in agreement with you. And I don't think we should be dealing with that ordeal with this one, as we're going to say out in the SEC, Mississippi State and Kentucky. Kentucky, a six-and-a-half-point home underdog. Total on this game, it is 46. And with Kentucky, it's been a very shall we say, topsy-turvy season with them as they're currently going through a little bit of a losing skid. I honestly felt like the effort that they put up against Ole Miss was a very good one where they lost by three points. A little bit of a tougher loss against South Carolina, but I've actually seen, I've actually liked what I've seen there. Meanwhile, for Mississippi State, just a bunch of other than that LSU game, this has been a bulldozer on offense. So you've got contrasting styles here. If I'm leaning anywhere, I would honestly lean a little bit towards the over just because with Mississippi State, I do think that they're going to give up some points here. But what are you saying on this one? Yeah, you know, this one's always tough because we have uh, Coach Mike Leach on our show. And uh, I'm always, the guy's so great. It's always hard to pick against him. And and I don't think I'm going to here. Uh, as someone who's been following Coach Leach a bunch, you know, he, he came on our show. He's a great interview. Um, so I'm always rooting for him. And this Mississippi State team is is different, I think, from previous Mississippi State teams and even some of his Wazoo teams where they would struggle uh, when there were big favorites at home or they would struggle uh, even as road favorites because, you know, like they, 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 they seem to succeed where they were underdogs or where people weren't having super high expectations. But I think you should have high expectations for this Mississippi State team. The way the offense is playing – um, they're really taking a ton of pressure off that defense. And this is this is ideally how you put together an air raid offense. And, you know, it, it, Mike Leach is kind of like Chip Kelly, I, I feel like, in that his scheme is very specific, and it takes a few years to really take hold. And I, and I think we're finally seeing that here with Mississippi State and uh, Will Rogers there at quarterback. Uh, and Mississippi State has been showing up on the road, 5-1 and one against the spread last six games on the road. Um, and, and you know, they're just lighting it up in the air. I, I know Kentucky has a, has a decent, um, passing defense, but I, I think they get it done. So I'm going to lay the six and a half here. Normally I would just lean home dog, but I, I, I do like this Mississippi state offense enough. And, and I think you're probably onto something there with the total being 46. That feels a bit low for this game. Yep. I do think that Mississippi state going to be able to move the ball. I think that they'll give up their own points and. Hopefully someone is going to be giving up their Halloween candy to treat Mike Leach after this game as well. So that'd be terrific. And then I know that this is a game that you've got a bit of a play on as well. NC State and Syracuse. Syracuse, three and a half point favorites at most spots. This is a very low total out of 44. I in just a few weeks ago, you would have never seen a Syracuse total this low because they've typically been solid on offense, not so much on defense. What do you make out of this game? Because I do think that this total might be a little bit overreactionary. I would lean towards the over. Yeah. yeah, Again, you're in the carrier dome. Um, We've seen crazy games. I mean, I keep thinking about that uh, Syracuse Purdue game. Yes. Uh, That was what? 32, 29. That got up to 61. Even the, even the Syracuse Virginia game, which was kind of an ugly game that still got up to 42. So uh, I'm with you there on the total. Of course, they they're coming off a bye there. They lit up Wagner 15-9 to uh, nothing. Uh, you know, thoughts and prayers for the people who had Wagner plus 56. Oh. But um, I like this. I really like this Syracuse team. The Carrier Dome is a really tough place to play, and I think this NC State team. I'm surprised uh, they're getting the respect they they've gotten. And uh, we were talking a little bit off air about how people are slow to adjust. 
um, the preseason rankings. And I think NC State especially um, kind of fits that mold as far as like they came in with a bunch of hype. To me, they've been pretty disappointing. And, you know, one and four against the spread in their last five on the road. I, I think this is going to be a tough spot for them. I like Syracuse. And I think Syracuse defense, not amazing, but I think they get it done against NC State. So, yeah, give me Syracuse land the three and a half. I like it, and I always love having you aboard, Sean. You do absolutely tremendous work at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Best of luck with all your bets this week, and always appreciate the time. Thank you. All right, thank you. And we've got the pro tip for you as we were talking about it with our good friend Sean Green of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You're able to get all these at vcin.com slash subscribe. When it comes to betting on college sports, Always check Twitter. Always check beat reporters the day of the game if you're looking to fire in on all these. College teams do not have to put out an injury report, and some of this information can be hard to come by, so always check those Twitter reports. And coming up next, we've got a great roundtable for you guys. We're going to be joined by Adam Rosenberg, and you've got analytics capper himself, Albert Wynn, joining me in studio here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. BetRivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older sportsbook. Must be 21 or older sportsbook. Must be 21 or older sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.